why does God plant us in churches? It's to afford us that opportunity to work for him. That's why it's important we meet together as a church so that we receive the blessing. So when the word of God, the rhema comes like this, the word has come. In the word is the blessing. The moment you receive the word, great grace is imparted for that which must be accomplished. So there is the informative dimension of the Bible and there is the revelatory dimension of the Bible. The revelation shows you what you must do to experience the hand of God. So when the word comes in the revelatory dimension, there is instruction. Now, your word in season. Blessing Sunday, first Sunday of the eighth month, the month of August. So I want you to listen carefully to the word of God and be blessed. It is God who blesses men. No two ways about that. But in the administrating of his blessing, he has structures. 
One of the things that is difficult for men to accept is that other men are anointed to bless them. Very difficult for men to accept. Because every man wants direct access. No man wants to make reference to another man. But nature teaches us that it is impossible. Nature. That no man came about by himself. Even giving birth, another man gave birth to another man. So when it comes to the administrating of God's blessings, you must understand that God set men over men to bless them. I have come to bless you this morning. Many men try to frustrate this divine administrative structure. <laughs> so you hear things like, we are all the same. You don't need any man to bless you. If you belong to Christ, the Bible says you are Abraham's seed. You are Abraham's seed. Say, I'm Abraham's seed. I'm Abraham's seed. That means all of us hail from Abraham. Okay. And the Lord spoke to Abraham and said, I'll bless you and make your name great. And through you, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. So every nation was going to be blessed in Abraham. This man who God blessed so much, the blessing had to be activated by Melchizedek. So even Father Abraham had to be blessed. And he was spiritual enough to know and recognize the difference between him and Melchizedek. That is why he took a tithe. So that Melchizedek will release a spiritual blessing. You know sometimes when people get blessed and they think they can give man of God something. Like money or whatever. Sometimes they think they are helping man of God. Sometimes they think man of God doesn't have anything. We have to go and give something to him. Until a man of God gave you something you really actually don't have anything to give. Listen carefully. Paul the Apostle said, we have sown, we have sown. If we have sown unto you the spiritual, is it, is it a great thing for you to sow canal? Remember, the spiritual came first. The fact is, nobody really wants to give to any man of God until you really sense he has blessed you. Else you wake up in the morning and carry your money and go to the roadside and dash it to the evangelists who are standing by the roadside. Is somebody listening? So please accept God's administrating of his blessing. You know, sometimes the very people you were sent to bless can so frustrate you and you don't feel like blessing anybody again. You don't feel like it. And that's why many men of God die frustrated because the very people they were sent to frustrates them. Can you imagine the man of God, Moses, such a great man of God, goes to Egypt to go and deliver God's people. They so frustrated him, he couldn't even enter the promised land. The one who was taking them to the promised land, he couldn't enter the promised land. Sometimes it's amazing. You are sent to bless people, but they believe in somebody else more than you. Meanwhile, they are still sitting under you. 
But since we're not called by men, we will still be faithful. Yeah. Sometimes it's so sad that even the children of a man of God don't desire to enter the ministry because of what the people they came to meet, the way they treat their parents. They say, no, no, no. If this is what ministry is, that makes us look like beggars. We don't want to be. Because the people, when even they are blessed, in showing appreciation, make it look as if they are the one blessing man of God. <laughs> so men of God are ridiculed. Their children go to school. They are, they are saying all kinds of things to them. They make it look as if to be a man of God is almost like it's a case. Oh! Whether we like it or not, we can't change God's administrative principles of administering his blessing. Men will forever be set over men to bless men. Hmm? And I would want to urge you, the day you think you are the same as a man of God, that day, please, find your way far from him because nothing he will say will come to pass in your life. Why? Because the anointing only flows when there's a gradient. One has to be down and one has to be up. In Hebrews 7, 7, he says, there is no contradiction. The less is blessed of the better. So the day you are better than a man of God, that day, make sure you are very far from him because from that day, nothing he says will work for you. And you will be living in deception because it will look as if you believe him, but you don't believe in him. And it's, it's waste. It's useless. As I grow in the ministry, I am wisening up. And one of my greatest prayers is to discern people. Because somebody is sitting by you, he doesn't believe, but he is pretending to believe. So when I discern, I realize you don't believe. My words are few. I don't smile much. My heart is not open because the person sitting does not believe. You know, one of the greatest sad things in relating with a man of God is to be spiritually arrogant, thinking you know what he knows. A father, a father's silence does not mean he doesn't know what you are doing. So it's, it's quite sad sometimes because people don't get blessed. The people who even the blessing is ordained for don't get blessed because of the way they respond to the man set over them to bless them. You see, So he sits in church but he believes more in that man that is going to bless on the internet. Alright? And he doesn't have a covenant with that altar. Many people live in deception. Too deceived. <laughs> so I've come to bless you this morning who am I who am I who am I I am a servant of God ordained of God to administer his blessing is the blessing coming from me no the blessing is coming from him but he has his structures in place you went to KNUST or you went to any institution you enrolled yourself right 
My goodness. Many people have not known the ways of God. So I want you to open your heart and receive the blessing of God. So today I just want to talk about activating the blessing. Okay? Activating the blessing. Activating the blessing. So, the one in Christ must understand that he is blessed. Alright? But as I started saying, God has... So, the one in Christ is blessed. Okay? When you confess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior and you came to Christ, you are blessed. You are blessed. Paul the Apostle said, we are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. The book of Ephesians. Mm? Chapter 1 verse 3. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who hath blessed us, hath blessed us, hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places where in christ in christ so the question is are you in christ if you are in christ you are in heavenly places and he says you are blessed for the god of our lord uh, uh, our father and the father of our lord jesus christ hath 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 blessed us so you are blessed but as i said in administering his blessing, in activating his blessing, he set principles in place. There are structures. Alright? So we must appreciate these administrative structures of God's blessings so that we can surely walk in his blessing. Huh? Alright? Good. So if, let's say you are Ghanaian or you are in the Echoas, now, the echoers, though you were born here and you were entitled to live here, they bring laws and they say, if you really want to be considered as an echoer citizen, you must get echoer's card. All right? So, there are laws that have been set. Then you go to an office, then they do the card for you. Get up and go to any place and say, I am this. Give me access. They'll say, look, we know you are. But you are not following the principle set in place, the structure set in place. So they will deny you access. I hope you are here. Yes. I learned some people were traveling, some rich men who decided to explore, driving from Accra to London. I think it's a very nice. Uh, and uh, I happened to listen to just a short interview they did with them, and they said that they used Ghana card from Ghana to about Senegal. It was just Ghana card they were using as identification and they were granted access yeah so they would have been stopped at every border will stop you until you have the clearance the right documentation before you are granted access though you are a human being and you are entitled to the earth <laughs> so please child of god don't be proud don't be arrogant and say oh we are all the same you know when people start to have something small they normally talk like that. When they have money small, they, they begin to talk like that. All over, oh, oh God, God is for all of us. <laughs> why, why should I go and sit down for another man to talk to me? God is for all of us. <laughs> God is for us all. 
They are the ones that quite see things like that. And they don't humble themselves to be blessed. But I pray you'll be blessed this morning. I said you'll be blessed this morning. In the name of the Lord Jesus. So in activating the blessing, I want us to read some few portions of the Bible. Are we ready? All right, just some few points. One, two, three. We are gone. In the book of Numbers, Numbers 22. <laughs> Numbers 22. I want you to, Numbers 22. So when you read Numbers 22, because of time and everything, I may read some portions, not everything, but listen, you'll be blessed, okay? When you read Numbers 22, this is the case of the king of Moab called Balak who went to hire Balaam, who was a prophet, to go and curse the people of Israel. And Balak promised to give Balaam rewards, a lot of money, okay, so that he can curse God's people who were already blessed. And it's very difficult to curse, curse a Christian, a child of God. Let me not even use the word Christian. It is difficult to curse a child of God. Because nowadays, some of the Christians are not children of God. <laughs> they, are, they are branded as such, but... <laughs> so, he said, go and curse these people for me. So, you see, let me say this as I go on. It's important that when you don't when you don't agree with people, you see, don't, don't stay with people for too long uh, if you have to separate yourself from them. You can keep somebody in your circles as a friend or whoever for many years and he's the wrong person. And if you are not careful, the fights that you will fight and the way they would even want you cursed and defeated was spanned for many years. Somebody say, Pastor, why are you saying this? Ask me, let me tell you. The Israelites who are coming out of Egypt are the descendants of Abraham. For God told him, your descendants shall go to Egypt for 400 years. They were there for 430 years. They came out of Egypt. They are going to the promised land. King of Moab. So the first question you should ask yourself is, who is Moab? Moab is Lot. Lot. Because Moab was born when Lot slept with his daughters. So Moab is Lot. So why would the king of Moab want to curse Israel? Don't forget, the fight between Abraham and Lot was still in the hearts of their descendants. I think... You think the history had not been told them. So now, <laughs> king of Moab doesn't want Israel, descendants of Abraham, to prosper. Why? They are the ones carrying the blessing. How would he cause them to miss God so that a curse comes on them for them to be defeated? When you are working with people, working with people, you see they don't agree with you. It's like all the time there's friction. Your heart and their... The best thing... Uh, please. Thank you very much. Enough. 
go your way. I go my way. I, I, people, people, it's difficult for people to do that. It, it's very difficult for people to please. But Abraham, Abraham was very, very smart. Very, very spiritual. Lot, thank you. Do you know why descendants of Lot were still jealous? Still wanting to curse the descendants of Abraham. Because Lot thought he had become big on his own. Meanwhile, when God said to Abraham, get thee out of your father's land, then he picked Lot. He picked Lot. He picked Lot. Then blessed Lot. Lot, Lot God blessed because of his association with Abraham. Now Lot gets big. He thinks you don't need any man to be blessed. Now Lot, okay, separate from me. Go your way. I go my way. Lot said that, that yes. Then where did Lot go? A land that was green. Sodom and Gomorrah. A place that accepted Sodomy. It was booming in, their economy was a booming one. At the end of the day, Lot lost the wife. Then, he ran away, not even knowing that it was the intercession of Abraham that was still keeping him. He went to the mountains with the daughters. The daughter said, we don't have any man here to marry us. Let's sleep with our father. That was how Moab was born. So you see, in history, Moab was never in agreement with Israel. The only ones that prospered were the Moabites who decided to be in humility to Israelites like Ruth. She could appreciate the difference. Then he, he, he denounced the God of Moab and said, your God will be my God. <laughs> your people shall be my people. So you see, Ruth, Ruth had naturalized as an Israelite by loyalty to Naomi. <laughs> so you see, as much as the Moabites were an abomination because they were products of incest, Ruth had come into the lineage of Jesus because of loyalty to the one that is blessed. I pray you will hear this morning. Uh, so please, we are all not the same. Whether you like it or not, Israel is blessed. And in them, others are blessed. Does it make sense? <laughs> Praise the Lord. So now, quick one. Let's read some few portions of the Numbers 22. C can you promise me that when you go home, you read Numbers 22? And 23 and 24. Look at someone there and see if the person is telling the truth. There are many things to pick from here. <laughs> but when I look at some people. Did you get the advice I just gave you? 
Numbers 22. I think we should start from verse 12. Because of time, okay? Or even, uh, okay, verse 10. And Balaam said unto God, Balak, because now God had come to Balaam asking him, who, who are these people? Where are they from? You think God didn't know? He knew. So somebody will ask, if God knew, why was he asking him? Another, they will answer that question. Will answer, you will see God is not an intruder. He's a very gentle God. He won't intrude your privacy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and Balaam said unto God, Balak, the son of Zippor, king of Moab, has sent unto me, saying, verse 11, Behold, there is a people come out of Egypt, which covereth the face of the earth. Come now, curse me them. Come and curse them. Peradventure, I shall be able to overcome them and drive them out. So he knew that if a people are blessed, it is difficult to overcome them. Oh, the devil will not be able to overcome you. Nothing he set in place will be able to overcome you because of the blessing of God. Okay, why did the king of Moab not go ahead and just curse the people himself? Because he knew that some have been anointed by God to bless and to curse. Are you here? Okay, let's go on. Verse number 12. And God said unto Balaam, listen to God. Everybody, let's read what God said. Jehovah said, go. And God said unto Balaam, uh-huh, thou shalt not go with them. Uh-huh. Thou shalt not curse the people. For what? For they are blessed. You shouldn't go curse them. What The danger of cursing blessed people is that <laughs> whatever curse you release, you are actually showing them what they can have. Let me say it again. So when you say to a blessed person, you, you will suffer. You have told him he will not suffer. Let me say it again. You won't have a house. You have just said you will build many houses. That's when the person or the group of people are already blessed. Eh? Don't make the mistake of wanting to curse. God bless Noah and his sons. Now, one has done something he doesn't like. So he wants to release a case. He said, curse be Canaan. Grandchild. Because as for him, you can't care. If even you can. Okay. God blessed Adam and Eve. <laughs> now they have done something. So some curses must come. Say curses must come. Yes. Don't forget, anywhere you see blessing, flip side, curse, there's a curse there. It's like two sides of the coin. The front side is blessing, the back side. I hope you are getting what I'm trying to say. Okay, so now God wants to say something because Adam has missed the path. Cursed be the ground for thy sake. He didn't say, hey, Adam, you are cursed. Why? It, it won't work. Even God. Is, a, is that serious? So, for a curse to work against you, you need to 
now be made to disobey God, then the, the flip side come visiting. It is not God that cares you, but your disobedience have flipped the coin. Am I communicating? I hope I'm communicating. So he says, you can't curse them because they are what? Somebody is not talking to me because they are. They are blessed. And that's who you are. You are blessed. Somebody shout, I am blessed. This is a prophet. Don't go and curse them. He says, I'll go. At first, he was not going, but when he saw the, the money, when money takes the place of God in your life, even animals see God more than you. Animals can hear God more than you. You become worse than an animal. This was a prophet. I'm not insulting you. God says, don't go. He says, I will go. Then he sat on the donkey to go. Then God opened the eyes of the donkey to see the angel. The prophet couldn't see the angel. Because he has been blinded by money. Now this is the prophet going to prophesy. He cannot see the angel. But the donkey can see the angel. Because the prophet has been blinded by money. Nowadays, prophets can't even rebuke anymore. <laughs> because the person is bringing money. You can't tell the person, you are wrong. Stop. Because when you say it, he will take away his money. <laughs> Look at somebody and say, if you want to take away your money, you can take it away. What is wrong is wrong. Can we be endorsing certain things? And because people would get angry, you say you won't say it. Say, don't tell the young ladies to dress well, else they won't come to church. Look, dress well. You can't be exposing yourself and getting people to sin. Abba, cover yourself. He said, when, when you tell them they will not come to church again, you see, nowadays the young ladies, they like uh, cool preaching. When you say such things, you are really. They like you to prophesy to them and just tell them that they will go to America. Look, dress well, dress well. <laughs> I do I have some young ladies in the house? Come on. How can a young lady, you are exposing your thighs, you are exposing your breasts, you ex and you know that you, you have ammunitions. Ammunitions that can destroy whole families can burn because of your ammunitions. You know, the Bible says, the Bible says that, he says, use your instruments, huh? your body, the, your instru as instruments of righteousness. That means your body is an instrument. Serious? AK-47. Oh my God. No, you see, the woman's body, eh, is a very serious thing. All the young men, please, li listen, look. The woman's body. Something that Adam could look at. Then when the woman said, take the fruit and eat. He forgot God. He forgot God. <laughs> People of 
So young men, please. So when a young lady starts showing you some things, look, run away. Be like Joseph. <laughs> because if Joseph had stayed there, he would have come down. No, no, no. You, you don't, don't tempt yourself. Hey, something that could make a man. Don't tell anybody where your strength is. When she was lying on the lap. By the time he realized, he had exposed his secrets. And his hair was gone. <laughs> so if you are a young man and you are not married, please, please, don't play with female bodies. Charlie, where it can take you. And if you are married too, look at only your wife. I tell, if, if you dare start looking at another girl, you can get confused. No, you see, this thing, this thing has made great men fall. I don't know how many psalms you have written. David, a writer of psalms. <laughs> hey. Psalm 23. Look, look, look at what is in Psalm 23. Look at the psalms. The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? All these psalms couldn't by the time David could say Jack. So please, when you see young men nowadays and you see the devil is bombarding us with nudity. Half naked women. We can't say it in the world. When you come to church, we can't say it. Hey. Young ladies. We beg. We beg. Look. We beg. <laughs> look. Uh, we beg. Look. Look. If, if the one that was created to help now becomes the weakness of the creation. Charlie. Maybe you didn't hear it. The, the, the woman was created to help the man. Now the woman has become the weakness of the man. Let me stay here a bit because I'm talking about blessings. Let me stay here a bit. There's only one sin. I'm not endorsing any sin, but one sin that breaks the hedge around you. Sexual sin. I'm telling you, when you fall for that thing, many things are destroyed. That's why people who don't commit sexual sin are very special people. Whether they know Jesus or not. I'm telling you. Even those people who are in the dark, most of them, they adhere to strict instruction of not sleeping with women. And the ones too that will destroy them quickly. As for them, they tell them to sleep with more. Because they know you can't. Sexual immorality. So please, as I'm talking about blessing, let me just say this. Young men, if you are young men, put your hand on your chest. Say, Lord, have mercy on me. Uh, let the fear of God fill my heart. And I will never fall prey to sexual immorality. Hey, 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 hey. 
But still, we, we forbeg the ladies. Eh? We beg. Don't make us fall like that. We beg. All the young ladies too. Don't become instruments of unrighteousness. Because you know, you know, you know we have a weakness. You know. Ah. The men, oh, what I'm saying is not true. And you know, nowadays, when they, when they dress some way, they are checking your eyes if you are looking. When they are dressed some way, they are looking at you. Whether your eyes will fall or it will be straight. So they are checking. When they draw, then they will go and tell their friends that. <laughs> Young men, when you are talking to the ladies, look straight into their eyes. Don't blink. Don't go like this. <laughs> they, they, look. And they know the things that get us. They know. Why, why should you, you know and you are doing this to us? <laughs> but when the fear of God is in your heart, you see, it keeps you. But you see, don't, don't think you, uh, you fear God more than David. If David could fall, David. No, you know, there are some people when they fell, it is very, it was a very, I mean, sad thing. David. Ah. A man after God's own heart. Let's go on. <laughs> Let's read. Let's still go to the numbers 22. I hope you are here. All right. Don't let money corrupt you. I said money corrupted Balaam to the extent that he could not see God's angel, but the animal could. When money corrupts a servant of God, it corrupts his judgment. I hope you are here. Hallelujah. We got to verse what? Verse 12. Okay, so verse 13. And Balaam rose up in the morning and said unto the princes of Balak, Get you into your land, for the Lord refused to give me leave to go with you. And the princes of Moab rose up, and they went unto Balak and said, Balaam refused to come with us. And Balak sent yet again princes, more and more honorable than they. Verse 16. And they came to Balaam and said to him, Thus saith Balak, the son of Zippor, Let nothing I pray thee hinder thee from coming unto me. Verse 17. For I will promote thee unto very great honor, and I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. Come therefore, I pray thee, curse me this people. Look at how the descendant of Lot is still craving to curse God's people. Are you here? Right. Verse 18. 
And Balaam answered and said unto them, unto the servants of Balak, If Balak would give me his house full of silver and gold, I cannot go beyond the word of the Lord my God to do less or more. Now therefore, I pray you, tarry ye also here this night, that I may know what the Lord will say unto me more. God has already said that you shouldn't go. What did he want to hear again? Verse 20. And God came unto Balaam at night and said unto him, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with him. But ye, yet the word which I shall say unto thee, that shall thou what? Do. And Balaam rose up in the morning and saddled his ass and went with the princes of Moab. And God's anger was kindled because he went. Somebody said, ah. But he came to tell him that he should go. And what he said? You see, when you keep pushing God, eh? it's like when he told Israel, you don't need a king. He said, we need a king. It's okay. Give them a king. What this king will do to them, they will know. Okay, so who sent someone to go and anoint Saul? God himself. But it was not his choice. So be very careful. As a child of God, sometimes the things that you think you want and keep pressing and pressing and pressing and pressing, the way may open for you to get it, but that does not mean God approves of it. Sometimes it's very difficult to counsel people as a man of God nowadays. That's what I've realized because they want you to approve what they want. They are not coming to say, uh, I trust your judgment. What do you say? They, they say, I want to marry this girl. <laughs> that example comes to me. I want your approval. Ah. Approval to what? To just marry her. One young guy wanted to marry a certain girl. Then the pastor said, please, um, you will marry her, but the things I see, it's not a good thing. You will go and come back. He was associate pastor to the man of God. He left the man of God because of that. Uh, yes. You get the point. So nowadays people just want you to approve things. It's very, you guys, you push us into a very tight corner. I want to go to, uh, I won't mention any country. So what do you think? you go and say right now that don't go. This man of God. If you say <laughs> hey, it, it has become difficult. Except the people you can see that their hearts really want what you will say. Else you are in trouble. So nowadays me, I'm very careful. Those who want to travel and those who want to marry. <laughs> because I don't know what to say. If I go and say, go right, and I say, but you told me to go. Meanwhile, he just wanted you to say go. Somebody wanted to marry. I said, please, no, wait. Don't marry at this time. Oh. Married. When the person married, he told the wife that me. I said, oh, I've exposed myself already. He told the wife that me. I said that he shouldn't marry her. Even at, a, at that time. So the wife always said that I didn't like her 
for the guy to marry her. So me, I don't like it. Do you understand? Until they wanted to divorce. <laughs> now, do you know what he said again? He said, I didn't say verbatim that he shouldn't marry her. Well, when I said, hmm, don't marry at this time. Because a father is such that, if I tell you all the details, can you just imagine maybe I've seen something and I just go and tell my child, hey, when you go, this thing will catch you and eat you. Sometimes you may not describe what is there. You just prevent the child. Don't marry at this time. Oh. Then he married. After he was going to divorce, he said, I didn't tell him not to go. <laughs> so, he married and he divorced. The, the, the marriage didn't work. So, when it didn't work, he wanted to marry again. Then do you know what you, who he wanted to marry again? Should I tell you? Or oh, you don't like my preaching? Today is Blessing Sunday. Let me be in my elements. I'm a pastor. Let me, let me. A girl that didn't want to marry him when he didn't have money. So now that he had money, he wanted to buy the girl. Do, do you understand the point? Hey! Money spending be what? To the extent that the girl will say that, you, you, your physique is not even pleasant. When I even marry you, I'll do artificial insemination. I can't sleep with you. Can, can you imagine? Such things. It's too hot, isn't it? I think it has brought some. He pushed them, pushed them, pushed them. Then I had seen that the girl was not correct. Then do you know what I did? Should I tell you? I said I won't bless it. You can go to KMA and sign. Simple. <laughs> the guy is clapping. It's a very powerful point. I said go to KMA and sign. That was when he realized that the blessing is something. So he stopped. But do you know that later he will say that he really wanted to marry this girl but I said I won't bless it so he couldn't marry the girl. <laughs> oh! Yeah, you know, so as for me nowadays, I've known it. So, <laughs> so he said, when you come and say, Pastor, I want to say, oh, really? He said, oh, okay. No. Very, nice. <laughs> Very nice. If I say something right now. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, you say, some people say, no. I say, okay, go ahead. But I won't come. Because if we don't learn that thing, it's a problem. Anyway, back to blessings. But it's all part of it. Too. It's all part of it. It's all part of it. Once I, I, I knew somebody. Let me give you one more story. In the early days of ministry. So, they said they want to come and take you to abroad. You know, those, those kind of things. Abroad, abroad issues. Abroad. Then I, I picked it by the spirit that somebody is called this name. The Lord says don't travel. I didn't even know that it was the person. Those people that said they wanted to come and whatever, whatever, whatever. Later they became arch enemies. Then I said, This is what I sense the Lord says you should do. Stay here, you prosper. Yeah. Later on. 
He said that the prosperity that he has is not from me. Look at somebody and say, Pastor, eh? it's God who is keeping us. Because men, the people can give you heart attack. But still, we'll bless. I think somebody doesn't believe it. So now, Balaam went on his way. That is when the donkey spoke. The donkey saw the angel. The donkey spoke. The prophet couldn't see the angel. Please, if you want me to say something concerning you, you come to seek for counsel. If even you go and buy me the sea and collect change and add the change to bring to me, please, I'll tell you the truth. I will say it. Now, if you don't want me to say the truth, please don't bring the issue. Because I will be judged for the people that came to me. And now, if you go and say that I said this, now choose my words wisely. So he went because of time. Then he started to speak. But whatever Balaam released, he couldn't utter a curse. Why? These people have been blessed already. So whatever word he spoke was a blessing because you can't curse these people they have been blessed now the bible reveals to us how the people now got God to be angry with them let me just preach it okay Balaam he caused the people to sin against God they started committing fornication with the people of Moab they started eating things sacrificed to their idols. Then, the Lord was angry. His anger was kindled against them. But he couldn't curse them. So now, in activating the blessing, the first thing that really activates the blessing is obedience to the word of God. Because of time, let me run through it like this else. Obedience. You see, now the Lord had spoken to them and said they were not supposed to go after other gods and they were not supposed to even marry the, the people, okay, of other nations. So what, what was going to stir up a curse against them? The disobedience made things that they were not expecting to come onto them. So in activating God's blessings, please understand this. Obedience is key. Hearing the word of God and following the words of the Lord. Is somebody listening? Hallelujah.
obedience. Remember in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 28, he speaks and he says, If thou shalt obey the voice of the Lord thy God, then all these blessings shall come unto you. You know, obedience is... Somebody said, faith is obedience and obedience is faith. If you claim you have faith in God, it is your obedience that proves it. Does it make sense? If you claim you have faith in God, it's obedience that proves it. It's your obedience that proves it. For example, can I talk? For example, he says, be thou holy as the Lord is holy. For without holiness, no man can see God. Alright? Now what is holiness? You are set apart unto him. So like Apostle Paul said to the uh, Roman church, he said, you present your body. Present your body. As a living sacrifice. Present your body. Who was he talking to? Who was he talking to? Brethren, present your body. So he was talking to their spirits because it is your spirit that lives in this body. So your spirit must present this body. Are you getting the point? Because the body in itself doesn't want to serve God. Your body, your body has many lusts. But your spirit lasts after God. So he tells you, you spirit, present your body. Huh? So whose responsibility is it? Your responsibility. But then, if you decide to disobey that, then you realize that things that you did not expect comes upon you. So, obedience activates the blessings of God. Disobedience activates curses. Huh? Praise God. I see you blessed. Blessed, blessed, blessed. Isaiah chapter 1. Glory to Jesus. Isaiah 1 verse 19. Let's start from 18 to 20. And he says... Come now and let us reason together, saith the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So you see, he's calling you to come into agreement with God, to reason with God, to agree with him. All right? Then the next verse, he says, if ye be willing and obedient, then what shall happen? Ye shall eat the good of the land. Ye shall eat the good of the land. Verse 20. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. These were God's blessed people. Say, hey, what would actually activate the blessings of God upon your life? It's hey, be obedient. Be obedient. Huh? The second way of activating the blessing, okay? <laughs> I know we can look at things from many points, but then I'm giving you these for today, okay? Praise God. The second one actually enables you to walk in the first one. That is, 
the blessing of the man he set over your life. Okay? Or the words of the man that he set over your life. You activate the blessing. Okay? Remember, in God's word, you see how his people were always given one that would speak blessings over them. If blessings will be activated, something has to be said. Even in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, okay, and 27. Let's read it. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. Verse 27. Let me say, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him male and female, created he them. Verse 28. And God blessed them and God said unto them. You see. How, how was the blessing that he has blessed them? How was it going to be activated? And God said unto them. So, words must be spoken of the one that is, has been ordained for you. Okay? But then when those words are spoken, what actually happens? What actually transpires in the realm of the spirit? What actually happens? What happens primarily is that you are empowered to obey. I pray you get it. So when you, 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 you cannot say that I am disobedient but because this man blessed me though I'm disobedient I'm still blessed. It's not true. So what happens is that when a blessing is spoken you are empowered to obey. So it is not like the blessing of a man is separate from the obedience of God. No way. That is why some people think they can carry money and probably go and give it to someone, but they still live in disobedience and they will still be blessed. Listen carefully. Having money is not a sign of the blessing. The devil also gives money. When we measure ourselves, whether we are blessed or not, by possessions, <laughs> we miss it. The blessing is far more than material things. Please, the blessing causes you to respond to God well and to obey him well. It is in obeying him that everything falls into place. Then you realize that not just some areas of your life, but every area starts to see his influence. Am, am I communicating at all? Yeah. So when you see Deuteronomy 28, it covers every area of man's life. Okay, what is the essence of having money, but you don't have a healthy stomach? To even eat So are you really blessed? <laughs> okay, so now you have money. So you can take as many women as you like. Oh, you, you are not blessed. Come on, please. Come on. You can't even control yourself. 
let's say it, let, let's say, let, let, let's say it again. You say you you say you have money, and therefore you think you are blessed, so you can womanize. That that act of disobedience shows that you are not blessed. That is why it is very sad when children of God measure themselves by standards of this world. So the man is not blessed because he doesn't have what somebody in the world has. Who told you that? I round up. When words are released unto you, I bless you. I sustain you with corn and wine. Uh, blessings are released on you. Remember, what that blessing primarily is doing, if it is truly from God, and his ordained servant over your life speaks those words. It is actually empowering you with that which will make you what? Obey God. Yearn for more of him. If you have the giver, then you will surely be blessed with all the things. So the blessing is not necessarily for the things. It is for you to know more of the giver of the things. Am I communicating at all? Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. So as I'm going to bless you this morning, let that force of the spirit that will make you yearn for more of God, yield to him more, Decide to obey his word more. Come upon you. Because if you're a child of God, you're already blessed. But remember, it is primarily obedience that activates his blessings. Alright? So check, check. Everything that he says will come to you has a condition. But sometimes we don't see it. Has a condition. So if you have the ability to fulfill that condition, that is obedience. That is when you see it flow. So no blessing is separated from obedience. If it is, it is not Jehovah. Check it. <laughs> I think I should say it again. If it is Jehovah, obedience. You don't respect your parents. You don't have any, any reverence for your parents. Maybe your parents are not alive, okay? But God still gives you parents. What is the first commandment with promise? Honor your father and your... That it may be... And that thou mayest live long upon the earth. Now, you don't want to walk in that. But somebody is promising you that it doesn't matter. It matters. It matters. <laughs> so you see, many young people, no reverence for parents. I don't say that everything you agree with your parents. There are some things you don't agree. Me too. But that doesn't mean you dishonor. 
You don't, your parents say one, you say three. One, you say three. I don't know how many to do Hey! So when a man of God is laying hands and he says, may the Lord bless you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. That blessing, if it doesn't empower you to go and honor your parents. <laughs> Are you following what I'm saying? Obey the word of God. I round up. Obedience. Seek to know what God wants. It is obedience to his instructions that activates the blessings. When blessings are pronounced on you, it is empowering you to want to yield more to him. Huh? Listen to this. Listen to this. Because you have loved righteousness and hated iniquity, therefore, the Lord your God shall also set you above your fellows. Okay, so now, what is the number one key for you to be above your fellows? Love righteousness. Hate iniquity. Then you. You. <laughs> so, if I am blessing you, what is my expectation? That you love more of righteousness and hate than the Lord will set you. So please, the reason why the promotion has delayed, it is not because of the witches. Probably. And I want to tell you something. Sometimes, all the witches do is to manipulate you so that you disobey. Because if you don't disobey, they don't have power. Are you following the thing? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now listen. Whatever I round up, I round up, truly. Whatever. <laughs> Balaam said that was supposed to be a curse could not work against them because they were not disobedient to God until they decided to disobey. Then these blessed people started having problems. If I were you, don't be bothered about curses again if only you are walking in obedience. The more they curse, the more it's a revelation of what should be coming to you. Maybe you are still not listening to me. Huh? The more. The more they say you won't become this. You say, ha. Huh? The guy just gave you a revelation of what you are supposed to become. So I want to say something. It may sound some way, but listen with the ears of the spirit. That means the more cursed you are, the more blessed you are. What is the meaning of that? If I'm walking in God's obedience... And you come to curse me. You can curse and curse and curse and curse. I have the record that the one that is blessed, it doesn't matter how many curses are released against him. Ah, ah, ah. Ah. And therefore, in the name of Jesus, whoever is speaking words at your back, thinking that it will get you, son of God, daughter of God, as you walk in obedience, I see every curse turn into a blessing. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus. Balaam couldn't succeed in cursing God's people because they were blessed. And the Lord said, you can't curse these people for they are blessed already. I speak forth in the name of Jesus. May you be empowered to walk in God's word. May you not miss God's word in any way. Let obedience, let the word of God become your standard. Let the word of God become your standard as you obey his word, as you walk in his word. In the name of Jesus Christ, I see every blessing that he has spoken concerning us coming even to pass. In the name of Jesus Christ, I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. I bless you. By the word of God. He said, he brought them out by a prophet. And by a prophet, he preserved them as God's servant over this flock. Today being the first Sunday of August, the eighth month, I release blessings upon your life. I release blessings upon your life. Whatever it is that you are due for, I speak for let it be released unto you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I speak forth. Whoever is hiding somewhere. That is releasing curses. Like that of Balaam. Let every curse be turned into a blessing. 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 In the name of the Lord Jesus. You will not die young. You will not die young. I speak forth. You will not die young. Anything sent to cut short your life. I stand as God's servant. And I decree and I declare. That thing is cancelled in the name of Jesus. You will not die young. You will not die young. In the name of Jesus. I speak forth evil surprises that they have intended for your life. Let the Lord, by the power of the Spirit, let them be aborted in the name of Jesus. Evil surprises. Wicked intentions. Devilish, evil, wicked surprises. Those that have intended to let these things pounce on you like an animal. Let that thing be destroyed in the name of Jesus. Now, thoughts of suicide. Thoughts of suicide. Thoughts that are coming to you. That want you to take your own life. I bind those thoughts. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I release life. 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 I release life in the name of Jesus. Life. 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 The things that trouble your mind. Let those things be rolled away. Let the peace of God that surpasses all understanding fill your heart and your mind. In the name of the Lord Jesus. 
May the Lord order your steps in the path that is already planned for your life. May you not miss God's plan for you. May you not miss God's plan for you. May you not miss God's plan for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May he order your steps to meet the right people. The right people at the right time. And I pray for you. May you be filled with strength to separate yourself from people that are not supposed to be with you. May the Lord open your eyes to know the wrong people that you must separate from. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord open your eyes. May he show you in visions and dreams. Those that will not help you. Those that are not happy about your progress. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Every wicked one that has been planted close to you to destroy the things that must come to you. May they be removed from you in the name of Jesus. May they be removed from you in the name of Jesus. May they be removed from you in the name of Jesus. Any witchcraft activity, whether from your family, whether from your friends, whether from your school, whether from your workplace, that is fighting your progress. I command that witchcraft activity to come to a halt and those manipulations to be destroyed in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are the blessed of God. You are the blessed of God. May you be in the right place at the right time. May opportunities open for you. And may God open your eyes to opportunities that are traps. If the opportunities are traps, may you be sensitive so that you not fall into the trap of the enemy. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. May the Lord sustain you with corn and wine. May the Lord bless you with the dew from above. May the Lord give you the fatness of the earth. In the name of the Lord Jesus. May the Lord show you favor. In the days ahead, favor. In the months that are left for this year to be finished, may the Lord show you favor. May the Lord show you favor. May every good thing that he has hidden in you find expression. May every good thing that God has hidden in you find expression. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you are blessed. Run forth. Overcome. Conquer. Do well. Prosper. Shine. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We give you glory. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Now, if you are sick in any part of your body, on this day of blessing, let the healing power of God visit you in that place. Causing healing from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. No sickness is allowed to live in your body. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And let the power of God swallow up sickness from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Let every sickness hidden be swallowed up. In the name of Jesus. Your cells are healthy. Every cell of your blood. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Every vein in your body. From the top of your head to the soles of your feet. Health, 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 health in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You are blessed. You are blessed. You are blessed. In Jesus' mighty name.
Amen and Amen. God bless you for listening to today's message. If you want to give your heart to Christ, just say this short confession after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died and on the third day you were raised back to life and you are alive. I confess with my mouth that Jesus, you are Lord. You are the Lord of my life. Even from this day forth, precious Spirit of God, help me to live for the Lord all the days of my life. God bless you. If you said that confession, you are a child of God. Make sure you are planted in a church that will raise you in the word of God so that you become a tree of righteousness that will bear fruit to the glory of God. God bless you. Thank you for listening to The Shepherd's Voice with my Pastor Christian. We believe you have been refreshed by The Shepherd's Stream for a glorious living in Christ Jesus. You can get the messages of the man of God, Pastor Christian, on Facebook, Telegram, YouTube, Podcast, or Podcast Addict, all at My Pastor Christian or Shepherd Stream Church. You may also call our helpline for the messages and the books of Pastor Christian and for pure pastoral counsel and any other enquiry on 0540-953-017 0540-953-017 We also have the pleasure to invite you to join us in our glorious celebration services this and every Sunday at the Fresh Oil Assembly Kumasi City Church, KCC, Edum, right opposite the GRA building, behind the Ejaba building. My Pastor Christian also comes your way with Shepherd Stream Prayer Session this and every Friday at 6.30pm at the church premise at Edum. You can also join in the prayer session via Facebook Live at My Pastor Christian. Come, pray and experience the glory of God. God bless you. Shalom, shalom.